Welcome to Fandom City, Where's the Remote? Where your pals at Fandom City discuss shows we are currently watching on the telly. So we're not going to continue the discussion of NBC's new drama, This Is Us. Excited? Yes. Before we begin, let's introduce ourselves. I am the Fandom City Alderman, Leona X. I am the Fandom City Mayor, Ray Shu. And we have a special guest tonight, a visitor to the wonderful town of Fandom City. Hello, everybody. My name is Raul. I have wandered into Fandom City, and I think I will stay forever. Oh, welcome, welcome. welcome. Oh, yay. Well, Raul, being a guest and joining us, thank you so much for joining us, by the way. You're welcome. Why don't you start us off? This is episode two of This Is Us. We just like to do like a quick. What do you think? An overall of seg- of episode two. Uh, episode two, yeah. Um, overall, I was happy. I thought that the story progressed um, in a in a satisfying way. Um, it you know sometimes you can see a disconnect from the pilot to the second mm-hmm. episode because you can tell there was clearly. A, um, you know, a break in time mm-hmm. or uh, the uh, change in the the writing staff or style. But this clearly, you know, carried the story on from the first episode and, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Nice. Shell? After a great Rogel, uh, you know, there you could tell that there was something continued. There were the same people were on staff. The story was good, solid. Mm-hmm. The acting was solid. You know, I thought I was going to get away without a little mist in my eyes, and I was proved <laughs> wrong. But it was it was a good episode. So agreed. I think you you both definitely tapped into what I was feeling. Like I turned it on. Like okay, that first episode was really good. But how many times have we been burned, blind spot, where the episode is, <laughs> first episode was really good, and you come back like, wait, right? This is a different show. <laughs> so, um, I was, I was pleased. I was pleased. As we get into it, I'll say some things. Maybe you know, I wasn't as wild about, but overall, definitely enjoyed it. So I'm glad we're on the same page. So we'll, let's do our catch up and. Um, you know, just kind of go through what everybody's doing. What we do is break up the sets of characters, really, and kind of discuss what they're going through okay. um, and then tie it together All pretty right. much. Um, so I'll start us out. Let's talk about Jack and, of course, his wife, Rebecca. Um, when we see them, it's eight years down because we realize the kids are about eight years old. Rebecca's in the kitchen getting the kids together, eat your breakfast, got the cereal going. They're kind of fighting like kids do. And Kate, we already see, you know, as a child, she has some weight weight problems, I guess, managing her weight. So Rebecca set her up with cantaloupe and cottage cheese at eight. At eight, at eight you know? Well, uh, can I interrupt and then back up just a little bit because – as has been noted online, you know, if the characters are 36 in the first episode, that would mean they were born in 1979, which would make them seven at the time of the Challenger ex- explosion. He said that. Kevin said that. Clearly putting them in the second grade. So I just wanted to make sure that, that everybody knew that. Thank you. Yes. Actually, Kevin does say they're seven in the second grade uh, when the Challenger explosion uh, happened. So, yeah. Their birthday happened partway through the year and they turned eight. Now, my take on the 
the food issue. Um, are we going to, uh, you know, just assume this is at this point that these things that the mother is putting in place is actually counterintuitive to what she should have been doing? Or are we cool with her kind of trying to send her down a different road um, dietarily than the rest of them? What did y'all take from that? Mm, I thought it was counterintuitive and I thought it was kind of unfair, you know, Singling you're going to give these out, boys, so the, you're singling her out and giving these boys these, this, the cereal was bad for all three of them. You yeah, know? why not Whether just give not, them all the cantaloupe, right? Right, you know, so, you know, give them, a, a, don't give them, any of them cereal, give them all, but don't give her a cantaloupe and cottage cheese, just for the fact that cottage yeah. cheese is disgusting. Just give them, a, you know, a simple scrambled egg and some toast and call it a day. But don't, you, it's, um you're singling her out and that's got to, get in her head you know as an eight-year-old you know having your mother single you out from everyone else so but it that's definitely feels her. like it feels like an issue that only the mother has so right. maybe she has some prior um go ahead on that i i was saying this in the in the first one i felt this way in the first one she keeps calling herself fat when she's pregnant she called right. herself Shamu. She said she was right. going to kill him. She got on top of him. I thought, okay, someone's got some concern in the whole weight department. You're pregnant with triplets. Like, why do you keep yeah. calling yourself fat? <laughs> and so once I saw, even as an eight-year-old, you're giving her cantaloupe while the boys get to have cereal. This is a complex of your own that you're right. now, right. you know, passing to her. Projecting onto the, the right. child. Sure, later in the episode, she says, to Kate, you know, I just want you to be healthy, right? But listen to how Kate is trying to please her by saying, Mommy, I ate fruit, you know? Yeah. Now, now, not to jump too far ahead, because I know we'll get to this later, but where do, what do you think that does to her self-projected 12 rating on the, uh, the, the parenting scale? You know, I would think that she's uh, giving herself a little too much credit there, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> well... Okay, but not to stay on just Kate, because there's there's more going on in this. Um, so just in general, though, like she's kind of, you see her morning routine and she's already just looking tired. It's the morning and she looks worn already. And Jack mm -hmm. comes up right. basically like, where the coffee at? You know, so she's already looking like, okay, where were you while I was yeah. getting these kids together? How could you, how are you not helping me now? I feel like we're supposed to be left with also the understanding that maybe she's a stay-at-home mom and he works. Uh -huh. Um, so a lot of times an agreement of, you know, say the mom is going to take care of those things, but mm -hmm. still, if she's stretched though, where are you? There was definitely some tension in that little interaction between them. But mm -hmm. honestly, I thought, especially how they kind of ended it, that scene, I mean, that maybe this was like a little game they play or this was a, a more of a playful thing than serious. So when the scene ended, I I wasn't so concerned about it. But as we see, you know, it obviously turns into something else. Yeah, I, I took it seriously at the time because I actually saw that snippet on a show like Today Show Summer. So when you saw oh, just okay. the snippet, though, I right. did think it was playful. I thought all it was right. them flirting with each other. Yeah, but when right. I saw it as the full scene and realized, oh, wait, she's done all this in the morning and he's just popping up, yeah. she ain't feeling him. Mm -hmm. What did you get out of it, right. Shane, at the time? 
I, I felt that, that she wasn't feeling him, you know. I mean, she already burnt out, and what is it, like 8.30 in the morning, and she already ready to call it a night. Right. And he popping up refreshed, you know, probably, you know, slept in, took a long shower, you right. know. And then, not only did you come in, you didn't help get these three kids together, but you're like, where's my coffee? Dude. Where's coffee on top of no, said, do you I don't care if she is a housewife or a stay-at-home mom. Dude, come come downstairs and help out. Just make the coffee yourself. You know, just that that'll be a little bit of help. Right. Or go but, on down to Dunkin' Donuts and get your own coffee and leave me alone. Right, right. And he actually seems kind of oblivious a little bit to the tension. Like I right. feel like she's trying to not start anything, but he's just like, Oh, but I love you. And let me be playful with the kids. And they do their cute little yeah. chant with the kids. You can tell that he loves that role. You can tell that they love, you know, have like a great like interaction with him. But you also can tell that mm-hmm. he is falling into that role of being the fun parent. Like while I'm the one right. like getting them together and having to keep them in line, you pop up, do something fun, talking about the big three. Mm. And then you leave. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, Jack, don't do it. Like, eight years ago, I didn't know this was you, Jack. <laughs> and, and by the way... And leave for quite a while. This behavior, I mean, of course we are, you know, seven, eight years later, but quite different than what I thought his role would have been based on his behavior in the first episode, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we definitely see that what this time has done to him mm-hmm. and them as a couple, you know? Right, exactly. Agreed. Right. Um, and as fun as he is, we see that he's just straight after work going to get his drink on. And he's with his right. best friend, Miguel. Um, mm. Miguel says, it's 503. You on bourbon number two? Why are you counting my drinks, Miguel? Uh, I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> so Miguel's hating Are you on your bat. second he's bourbon, too? <laughs> Right. I know, right? You've got ulterior right? motives. Right. Aren't you here <laughs> next to me right now? But meanwhile, he's like trying to be the good friend, do the right thing and say, you know, you have a great wife. She is the, what do you call her? The gold standard of wives. And she's this and that. And even talks about her butt, which was so inappropriate. Yeah. Right? Lusting after this man's right. wife. He like, okay, she great, but chill. You ain't got to do all that. Right. But I like, even with that, though, it was kind of like, so order me another drink. Like, it still didn't know, quite right? click with him, Jack. Like, even though he's hearing he them. He still didn't go home, you know. He still didn't know. go home. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you straight at the bar at five? Like, I know happy hour happens. Get you a little app. Get you one little drink. You got to go home. You have three children. Happy hour happens for people who don't have that responsibility. I know, right? I mean, it's a bar across the street. I mean, because dude, you know, don't even have his tie loosened, and he he is headed for bourbon number three. So he walked. He he hit the time clock and went to the bar. He he didn't even no five oh three. And what kind of friend is is Miguel? You know, he I don't know. Basically pouring him down the gullet because he got a plan. <laughs> I think Miguel's a great friend. Um, oh, yeah, real so, great. Um, we also learned at this time that Randall is being bullied by the kids. Um, early in the show, we even hear Kevin calling him Webster and they say, well, all the kids are calling him that. So we see they're actually calling, you know, messing with him because he's the black kid adopted by the white family. So they're all joking and calling Webster, but they don't have the bond that they 
right. could potentially have and even should have at this point, even though Rebecca is, hey, you guys are brothers, you look out for each other. Kevin is so like embarrassed, I guess, or not sure right. about how to handle the situation so- at school that he'd rather just side with the meaner kids. Doesn't that take Rebecca and Jack's numbers down a little bit more that in eight years they didn't yeah. help them develop that bond right. that they should have? I mean, right. that you would think by this age, they are like hardcore. You know, what? it's not like in a second grade, suddenly all of a sudden something's changed. You know, they should have right. really been bonded tighter. Like I would have understood if they adopted Randall now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would right. be last year, maybe even two years ago. But the fact that you didn't know life without Randall, it doesn't make sense that you're you're drifting apart at this age. Yeah, and maybe right. even if this kind of thing happened in high school, high it would school, make more sense. New neighborhood, they just moved, right. but nothing about your right. life is different that you're being this way, except that you're Kevin and you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, you are a straight douchebag, man. <laughs> Um, so after like you're putting the kids to bed, but she has to struggle, she has to kind of make Kate Rebecca has to make Kate feel good and understand, hey, I just love you, but she's gotta make the brothers understand your brothers, you gotta look out for each other, stop fighting. She's just having like a rough night. And once again, I had a rough morning. Where was Jack? Rough night. Where when is did he Jack? leave that bar? Dinner is <laughs> over, bass are taken, everybody's tucked, tucked in. in. And you're Did just he, is he cheating? Back? What is going on? He stayed at the bar that whole time. That's crazy. I imagine bedtime is is eight thirty nine o'clock. Where's Jack? Why is he just is stumbling Jack? in the door? Are we uh, thinking maybe this is the setting up something down the road more than just the uh, alcohol problem? Oh yes, I think so. Well, it just you know yeah, I think something else is up with Jack. I see the big divorce in the future mm. past. Oh, my. Let's slow our roll. So um, <laughs> they are the most loving and wonderful couple. So how about, how impressed was I, though, AR, with Rebecca being the calmest ass ripper I ever seen? Like, she went in on this dude, um, but she was as calm as possible. Calmly, like, calmly. <laughs> yes. And, uh, she was calm, you know. You know, kudos to to Mandy Moore for delivering that monologue, pretty pretty uh convincingly. Right. You say. So right. both of you have mentioned the the number system. Uh, Rebecca says to Jack when he finally stumbles in behind inside the house, she says to him like, you know, basically I think we should be. Did she say ten? Oh, she, she said, said nine. nine. She, she said, said nine. nine. I want us to at like, least be you know, yeah. to be a nine, but I'm we're more sure. like a five right now. And, and and she's like she could be a generous and say we were a seven, but she was just like I I'm working really hard, but basically letting them know I'm working hard to keep our levels up, make sure we're the best parents we can be by myself. You out drinking? Because what then are you she doing? She says that she's a twelve. So what does that mean? I haven't even done the math. I was told math would not be involved, but. I mean, obviously, that's putting him, like, in the negatives, I think, right? Right. Um, and she said he had the potential to be the 10. She gave him props of being the better parent when he's around. I mean, she also pointed out the thing we were saying. He's the fun one. That's, right. And that's cool. That's your role. But be here and be the fun one. You right. can't be out of the bar all night. And, and, 
he did say to her, well, I'm sorry, I did sort of jump ahead. So we see that they are, the, the next day he wakes up and he's sleeping on the floor outside the room. Mm-hmm. And, and he had said, I forgot when he got home, he had said he had a gift for her. But anyway, they're talking and he says to her, he's going to be, and he said a, a 12 for her. 11, just an 11 for the kids, but he's going to make up for everything, chill on the drink, he's going to be there. And in that moment, I want to believe him. You know? We but, don't really have to believe him, too. But to believe him at but, that moment. you know, I mean, we this is not our first rodeo uh, seeing this kind of thing play out on television or movies. You know, this is going to be just the uh, the tip of the iceberg. Right. Um... But he does say um, to her that he's going to be better and all that. And he gives her a necklace, which I was also impressed with Mandy wearing how fast she wore that necklace on. I was like, necklace is on. Um, really? I can't even like a, do that. <laughs> I had a magnet on the oh, back of it. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle. I got turned around backwards and look at it. Oh, okay. she got no, right? no trouble. And it was important. It was a moon necklace because it was their song. So like it's nice thoughtful gesture this is the gift he was going to give her last night cool that you're giving me a gift and he's like you know do you forgive me and she does say like you slept outside our door like of course um so you do have hope i kind of okay so what we'll say that raul was just kind of saying he don't feel too great shell you're saying you don't feel too great you're not believing and then um, getting it together um, at this yeah. point we're only talking at, at this, this point, point. I am. I, 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 great, I have great hope for them mm. at this point. So at this point, I was like, don't listen to him, girl. <laughs> Jack ain't going to come through. He ain't going to come through. <laughs> he going to be good for like a few months. I ain't going to give him a year. I'll give him a week. Right. He's going to be good for a short amount of time. He's going to go right back to it. I, I mean, I want to believe you, but hello. Because again, I think there's more going on, and you know, it's going to be revealed. I believe that he could even have a whole other uh, situation going on. You know, so, I'm a little jaded. In so this what area. you're saying is that Jack ain't <laughs> Not my a believer Zeke. Over That's what you're saying. J- Jack is what? Not my Zeke. He's not Zeke Braverman. Oh, but Zeke, he Braverman. Be Zeke Braverman. Because... He could be Zeke Braverman because remember, Zeke was slipping for a minute. I'm sorry. All I know right. that y'all were always Team Zeke. I wasn't. I said, Camille, <laughs> go save yourself, girl. Zeke is tripping. I was not feeling him. Mm-mm. So, yeah, yes, that was actually a good comparison. That was good. Um, so, that's what we're seeing with uh, Jack and Rebecca right now. Any other thoughts on them before we? chat about Randall um I'll just point out because I'm wondering if anybody out there had this same I mean maybe I'm just an idiot about what I just want to talk about like how I I thought it was a different act we're not I'm not oh I'm so sorry I am so sorry (laughs) my apologies to you Raul Please tell your story. I thought he was about to say something else that was jumping ahead. My apologies. Go on. Okay. I mean, just before we end or yes. move on to the next situation, but 
I admit I'm guilty of not giving my full undivided visual attention at all times, even though I really try. But, I mean, I know this actor. I'm familiar with him, uh, Milo. What's his uh, last name? Ventimiglia. She said it beautifully. Ventimiglia, apparently. Ventimiglia. <laughs> I'm a fan from Heroes and several other things Heroes. I've seen him in. But I promise you, in this, in the first episode to this one, I thought they had changed the actor because I did not recognize him in that first episode. I don't know why. But when I saw him in this episode, I was like, oh, that's my man. I wonder why they changed the actor. So I wonder if anybody else had that uh, realization. Probably not. He looks like exactly the same. He, I, don't, I even wanted to go back and watch the, the first episode again just to see. But I didn't. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Um, okay. So let's chat about Randall. Um... <laughs> So William, Randall's biological father, is still is like just really still there. I I, I guess it that makes seems sense. like quite a leap from <laughs> I've never met you in my life to come live in my house to here's your bedroom and with your with my key. kids okay. in the house. I thought he was staying the night that night. <laughs> I don't it's even late. Know. Don't go he back home your, this late. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I thought that no first episode I'm saying. You're I thought right. he was just staying the night cuz it was late and you old and you sick. I'm a very he's a very compassionate, wonderful person, of Randall. Course. So I believe he wouldn't put him out. But moving right. in though. But 3 days later, but you, know. you don't know you just met this could have been anybody. You just met this man today. Despite the fact that he's your father. Right, can we go get a DNA test right. to make sure? I'm saying you know? like I need something a little more than this detective or telling me that you're the one. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's well, me. Beth, Randall's wife, was feeling the same way. She said I Let think me she would have been a little bit more uh <laughs> up in arms about this than what you know. I, as she explains more and more, I feel like I understand why she took, why she was approaching it the way she was. So she respects her husband. He's a great man, blah, blah, blah. She wants to talk to him, you know, openly and honestly about it. And she's even actually reluctant. And, you know, I love the little conversation in bed because he's all like, I know everything about you. You don't have to censor yourself with me. And she said, all right, how long does this dude want to be up in our house? Like, up in our six-year-old's house. What's the deal? When is he out of here? And then he's like, you need to scissor yourself, woman. Right. <laughs> um, but it was a valid question. I already, uh, yeah. First of all, he brought her over in the first episode. He brought William over. She didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even say, like, right. I'm about to go do this. Like even just go meet him, right? I mean, like, much less I just showing it's, up. It's 2016, dude. Cell phone. What? And so, I don't right. want to. Don't call me on a cell phone and tell me. I want you to ask my permission because you're yeah. bringing a stranger, former cokehead, up in my place, and I just want you to right. um, ask first. Come 
complete stranger. Not like you knew him until you yeah. were 10 and then he left your life. Like you <laughs> know nothing. nothing about him. You know nothing. The, oh, is... you, the, the last thing you met of him was the sperm that he left behind. <laughs> you know nothing right. else about him. <laughs> but there is apparently an immediate connection of sorts from that first episode. Um politeness yeah. is not enough I mean, to we're, move we're into my house forced to accept that they they both must have felt something because even think about this on William's mm-hmm. side this dude just walked in my you know what I'm saying like he don't even know that guy he don't even remember dropping them off right so right 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 they're they're strangers to each other and William is being even more trusting in a way because he ain't get no private investigator or whatever yeah. secret man giving him yeah, papers he, he this is a dude like walking it. up okay i'll take your word for it like, sure okay i like fire stations i did that it makes sense <laughs> um well we see that william is you know bonding with the kids um yeah. tess and annie and He's bonding so much because he don't know how to deal so with much. kids that he's talking yeah. about his vices, which are drugs, and how you get them. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> Luckily uh, the parents walked up like, yep, yo, whoa, whoa, pump your brakes, buddy. Um, <laughs> but I did love the little moment. Um, the younger daughter, Annie, has asthma, and they have a little timer to remember when she needs to take have her inhaler. And she says... My right, my vice is asthma. His is cocaine. Really, yeah. <laughs> Specifically, cocaine. <laughs> and what even further makes Beth like, yeah, I'll this ain't gonna work. We don't have this talk in the middle of night tonight. <laughs> Randall, can, Randall says he's being too soft. I'm gonna have this conversation with you straight up on my I'm own. Coming to wake you up. <laughs> Um. So, Shell, what do you th- what do you think of Beth? And, and I'm gonna say, what do you think of how Beth feels? But also, what do you think of Beth's conversation with William? I understand. Like I, said, I understand how Beth feels. I wish Beth had a you know approached Randall two days ago. You know, he got that one day, mm-hmm. but you know, we don't let you know two more days go by and then you're like, uh, what's up? So I understand. She got to protect yeah. her kids. She got to look out for her husband. What's up with this dude? And um, you know, like I said. Um, William um borrows money from Randall and disappears, mm-hmm. you know, and all day. So she she has a right to be like, um, what's going on with this? So I feel I mean, her. I understand. Did Did anybody else really think that it was going to be for drugs? I mean, it, oh yeah, I know that that's what we were supposed to think, but I think. It, it was pretty clear that it was going to turn out to be something else. Like, you know, I don't know. They were trying to play a little game with her. Yeah, I, I was like, it, nah, it's not a drug thing. I figured, I, I didn't figure what it really was, but oh, yeah. I, I I was like, ah, I feel like he's just not going to just straight out be like, give me a couple bucks. Although I've known that person and shell you have to mm-hmm. give me a couple dollars. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm about to get drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. That's not funny. Um, well, in Beth's conversation, in Beth's conversation with William, 
she's saying it was like a, a, I love the way she was saying it because her point was my husband is very kind and he wants to be perfect and he wants to save everybody basically I'm the person who got to step in and go nah like she's saying his vice what did she say his vice is his goodness right and she has to protect him so she doesn't want William or anyone to take advantage of Randall um and William had asked earlier in the day if he was overstaying his welcome. So he was like, Beth, if I'm overstaying my welcome, let me know. And she said, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Be gone. But Randall pops up like, Beth, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Can't we keep him? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But William's story, though. Right. William's explanation for it all was that he's getting a couple bucks because he's get on the bus and he's going on his three-hour ride to Philly to go feed his cat. He had a cat named Clooney. That's the only thing in the world that he cares about or cares about him in return. I ain't buying it. (laughs) I'm 50-50. So I think it really is drugs. (laughs) They're pulling a quick one on us. Hey. my ass three hours <laughs> was that each way i want to say that's what i thought then i did they said he's gone 12 hours a day yeah chilling with with yeah. clooney you know he feeding him then chilling watching a little tv get a little space from creepy beth you know so he you know <laughs> right. he like beth don't want me here so i'm not going back until the last bus going back I think instead of picking up the phone okay, and saying, you know what? I got asthma. I can say this. He should have said. Con. Hmm? <laughs> I think it's a con. Oh, it probably is. I'm 50 50. But, like, if. Because the, the reason why it could be a con to me is you once you got on the bus and went to Philly, you could have picked up a phone and said, Addison ain't working out for me. Nice meeting you. And, and never went back. Well, he well, he said he wants to stay though. Oh yeah, right. He's got it good. <laughs> he, he, so he's not gonna say I'm not coming back. He's like, I don't, I don't. You, if I had to say something about the cat, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, and then he would have said I had to leave. I don't want to leave. I like look, it here. Hold up, hold up. This is why I know it's some BS. I have a cat. My cat is what uh, six hundred miles away right now at my house. And I leave him for like up to a week. If you leave cats with enough food and enough litter in their box to shit on, they're good. You don't have to go. It's not like a dog. A cat is not like a dog where you have to feed it every day and take it out. So that's why I think it's BS. Mike has dropped. Well, okay. I don't, I don't I'm know. not I'm a, a cat owner. I took his word for it. <laughs> I'm just digging downtrodden. Oh, crackhead can't afford to leave. What are you feeding him though? Is he taking a little enough bus fare to stop and get some um, meow mix, or he just what are you giving him? The, no, a, a a bag of cat food will last like a month. So you ain't like going to buy food every day for a cat. <laughs> He, he got to put it in a bowl every day? Mm-hmm. I thought he was paying for his bus fare every day. He said he's buying food every day. Oh, I'm just wondering. So he go and then he he take the bus every day. 
to put the book to put the food in the bowl. That's some bullshit. Because <laughs> oh. he can't conf- afford those contraptions to let the food drop automatically. Don't they do that for cats? I'm not a cat owner, so I'm guessing. I'm cartoon. You don't you have know. to do all that. You can <laughs> just leave a big bowl of food <laughs> and a big bowl of water, and they're okay. good. Okay. For several And this days. cat got to be living in some not great conditions. That cat's a survivor, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cat got tattoos, <laughs> weapons. Oh gosh! Well, I thought it was a touching story. He got somebody he care about now. He never thought he'd care about anybody. Care about these grandchildren. Maybe he care about this nice house. Maybe he never. Right there. He never thought back about that one somebody he for the last thirty six years. So that's something to maybe rock roll. Right, right, <laughs> I think a, he never a point there. Well, I'm questioning never wondered even about that, him. if the illness is legit. You know, you didn't well, mention that, that Randall is paying for specialists and everything. So yeah, paying for what? Is this out of pocket? Like his house? I thought he like kind of refused that or something. He, yeah, yeah, William said he didn't want him doing all that. Um, but he got it. Who cares? But I guess I I question the, the illness. I don't know. I'm kind of just going to let that play out. But I still thought it's, if he if he was acting, putting on a front for Beth so he could stick around, he came up with a good story. Yeah. Not Maybe not the cat story, but he came up with a good story as far as I have something I care about right. now. Right. Because I think him not being part of Randall's life for 36 years doesn't negate the fact that he could feel a connection with them all now right. that he sees them. Mm-hmm. Knowing somebody exists and never seeing them not even knowing where they are. It's totally different from them being in your face, you know? Right. Because right. even when they're hanging out uh, later, because they let them stick around, it's time for Annie to take her uh, inhaler again. He, he get it before Beth. Like, and before Beth, Beth could gets... even finish saying it's time for your inhaler, he went, bloop, here you go. You know, like, it seemed like he had a caring aspect, I guess. About right. So. Right. And um, sorry, I, I go back to my Bravermans. Beth looked like Christina Braverman just for a minute when William took her spot. She looked displaced. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's my job. She kind of did. That's true. <laughs> Christina didn't like you doing that. No, she was supposed to do. But she would have said it. Uh, we can't. That's not turn us to a parenthood. I know, right? Podcast. But Chris, that's how Christina needs to get on my nerves. That's why I like Beth more because she just kind of sat back. Christina would have been like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I was gonna give her a hammer. But anyway, all right. Well, um, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Feeling left out? Do you feel like everyone except for you is watching it? You know what I'm talking about. Game of Thrones. What walkers? What are they? Why? Oh, that's easy. You can get them by. Wait. Spoiler alert. Haven't seen it yet. Who's cool? You see? You're hopeless. Vladimir Gulf. What? Good grief. What the heck is a red wedding? You sweet summer child. Okay. Seriously? Mmm, that Jon Snow looks pretty tasty. In the cannibalistic He way. knows nothing, but you're right. Alrighty, then. If you're tired of being on the outside looking in, join the conversation when we start catching up on Game of Thrones. 
We're going back to season one and discuss the reactions of our sweet summer child Michelle. that hasn't had the pleasure of enjoying one of the best shows on TV. Shell. But it shall. It shall. She's, She's a, a sweet, sweet summer child. Winter is coming. Wait, was it really in a cannibalistic way? Like, are, are we serious? All right. So now uh, we're going to talk about both Kate and Kevin since their stories kind of dip into each other's pretty much. Um, so next time we see Kate, she's working out with Toby and she's like looking at all the thin ladies and getting letting that get in her head. But she's also frustrated because Toby is losing weight and she's not. And I have to ask, how much time to pass? I mean, um, it like, felt like it was only a week, but clearly... If he just dropped in pounds and is like that visibly noticeable, he's doing something amazing, right? Right. Uh, but men lose weight faster than women. I just want to say... Some I've heard. Um, I'm a, I get a little uncomfortable with his constant pressuring of sex, man. Oh my like, God. It, it, right? Am I am I tripping? No, I was feeling him last week, but he just going crazy now. I wanted to punch him in his face. Yeah, like the first time is like, okay, you just trying to see like if he can hit or you know whatever. Right. But then it's like every time they do something, every conversation they have is about him. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I was saying I didn't like him last week. Like I just thought even. <laughs> I would show likes him, but I immediately didn't care for him because I feel like he keeps bringing it up. I know they're supposed to like him, I guess. He's fine. Other than that, like, I'm not, yeah. I don't dig that. But um, um, Kevin, meanwhile, is still dealing with his career problems. Um, and his agent is a well known agent, Elaine Schultz, who's played by Katie Sagal. Sorry, I had to give her that because I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how, oops, I love how um, Katie Seagal she is, you know? Like, I feel like she's so Gemma, right. but kind of Peg Bundy, too. <laughs> right, all wrapped up in one. Um, right, and even the Futurama one. But um, <laughs> I like also when she's, like, telling him, like, how she found him, how she, dis- she discovered him or whatever, and he's, like, doing an improv group. You are nothing. And she said, you know what I thought to myself? He's the least funny person on the entire planet. <laughs> Basically, the I made you who you are. You know? Right. right. Um, but in his like trying to express to her like what he wants out of his career, she tells him like, "Yep, whatever, dude. All oh, that's well and good, but you're still contractually bound to the show, so you're gonna continue it. Not only you're gonna continue it, but I'm having a party and need you to be there to go and kiss him behind and make everything right." Happen. Now, I don't think... But the fact that, that that's, that's the way it can go. Like, don't you think that that's, that would be pretty much how that situation would go in 99.9% of life? Like, you're making good money. You're famous. Just ride this shit out for a couple of years. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, which part is reasonable that he doesn't, he, he doesn't want to do it anymore? That they have to sacrifice their integrity, integrity, man, for the fame. I and and you know that's you know find it reasonable. Go on. 
But I think it's interesting. That's all he has to do is to go kiss a little tail to get his job back, to get his million dollar job back. Because if any one of us walk off our job and tell him to go shove it, it ain't no coming back Monday morning. Be like, right. you know, I was having a bad day. Um, what can right. I do to make this right? It's just not working <laughs> like that. So if all you got to do is suck it up and finish up your contract and suck it up. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, I think I don't. I guess it's not even just that he doesn't want to do it at all. He's and so the fact that he hates it this much and he feels like kind of degraded a little bit, even doing it now, he's a kiss behind to do something he hates so much. I think that's why. See, and, and I don't even like Kevin. I'm trying to defend him. That's so, right. uh, but let me just backtrack a little bit again because I'm sorry I wasn't here for the first podcast. <laughs> but are we to believe that? him um his little dramatic performance in that one episode is what convinced him that he's better than what he's been doing and now all of a sudden he's got like morals about this well i i think it was turning 36 what am i doing i could be doing more than this why 36 like why would that be the age that. that was our question too. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I guess like mid, you're over the hump of thirties because even Kate says we're deep in the thirties, and I think that people <laughs> hey, do I have like a that. moment. I think people do have a moment where it's like when you're still like the early thirties, you're kind of like ah, you kind of feel like you just turned thirty. So I think like they're saying they're past the point where we can even say over that we hump. just turned thirty. We 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 hitting on going down forty lane. Um, but of course, Kevin, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was, you know, I just feel like, you know, it's to me, it's like, you know, Kristen Scott Thomas reading under the Cherry Moon script and rolling with it. You know that this is what you're getting into. The Manny dish didn't just get stupid in the past couple episodes. It's always been stupid. I agree, but I also think, I think that's why we're supposed to see Lainey. I think that she has that kind of like she convinced him and it's like he's I'm not saying it's okay that he blindly did it but I think that people mm-hmm. blindly take jobs all the time right especially right in that world and I just think he had a moment where he clicked and he was like wait I think I can do this unfortunately he's not thinking anything through how'd you forget you have a contract on this show I know right right, right. I get it was a meltdown he of the moment kind of thing but He's not responsible enough to even take a moment and go, I can't actually do this. As much as I want to do better, this isn't the time. Maybe he didn't expect it to last as long as it did. Maybe he didn't expect the success, you know, do a year or two, get a little money to show him get canceled. I agree, but kept signing a contract to do it, though. Right. If that were the case, let's say he had a small one that it was extended like you said, the man he had to be trash to begin with. It may right. be getting sillier. Shows do it all the time. So, they yeah, were they fine, do. and then they got Two sillier, and a half or men. character got sillier. Two and a half men, or a character got dumb all of a sudden. Um, mm-hmm. Eric on Boy Meets World. Like, why is this a right. thing that I now have to do? And I wonder if that actor was like, "Why do I have to do this every day?" Right. You know, right? I didn't sign up for this. But mm. anyway. So, uh, as usual, Kevin goes to Kate for advice. I have to ask, what do you think about their relationship? 
I get that they're close because the you know their ties that they have from you know being you know two of triplets, but and I, I like that they're close, but I tend to wonder. I think that he's helpful to her, but I'm not feeling her role to him. Mm. But I, okay. I, 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 you know, I get that she only wanted. It looks like at this point she's the only person that he has to turn right. to to go get that advice. But you know, in this episode, to me, she wasn't so solid. It stand your ground is that's a good that's a good advice, but also give him some advice on the consequences of standing your ground and what to do. You know, do you have a lawyer? Are you right. a lawyer? What is Kate? What does Kate do for a living? Right, is Randall a lawyer? Her, right? Who's going to protect him? If he right. does stand his ground. Right. She does. Yeah, so, I agree with that. She just kind of blurt things out. I mean, she's um, just another Kevin to me. She just spits out, you know, she too spurred a moment. You know, she doesn't think about just like Kim. I don't. I just don't feel any thought into what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to do this and... I'm going to tell you to just do it. Just, just, just leave. Just tell them no more Manny or whatever she said. And Manny out. Right. But there's, um, he told you that there's, a, he's under contract. You can't, there is no just Manny out now. We got, we, I need better advice. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So last week I liked the relationship and I think I do like they can be there for each other. I think I don't care for their banter. I hope that. It's like they be saying corny stuff to each other. I hope that improves. I'm not loving it. And mm-hmm. I'm not loving the whack advice. Um, but he right. does convince her to come with him to Lainey's party. If I'm going to do Manny out, I need you to be there with me. So he gets her right. to agree to go. Um, and then she wasn't with him. I'm sorry. I moved on. I moved ahead. Um, so okay, we see Kate though at the support group and she kind of bugs out on everybody. She kind of does the Toby, but worse. Um, the people telling her story, she like flips out on them, yelling at them. Right. Um, and when they took their break, she admitted to him that she's like, just kind of stressed on the weight loss, but she's also just stressing watch this party. And he's like, what? You go to a party with the Maddie? Lainey Schultz, why he knows who she is. Like, this average person really right, no exactly. talent agent's name. I like think, that. dude, they, they, in, they in Hollywood. I think he trying to get him. I think he a, a stand-up comedian or something. I think he Maybe trying to get him that. a job. Maybe. I, I think he I um, think he grabbing some coattails. Oh, hello. Um, so he... Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, so he convinces her, like, no, 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 this is great. And take me with you. We're, we're all going to go to this party. Right. Were you about to say something? I didn't like her behavior at the at the group. No. I yeah. I thought Toby was funny and how he was approaching the people, but he wasn't mean. But and and I, I get that they have a problem with the thin lady, but at the end of the day, she was shaming the woman, right, for being thin. The the woman clearly has co- complexes about her body. Forget right. the fact that she's thin she still has a complex about it so to shame her because she's not as big as everybody else i just thought that was unnecessary right and unfair right so there's something about kate that rubs me the wrong way and i don't know what it is i think she likes to throw herself a big old pity party and i hope we don't get a pity party every week right 
Right. Um, so at the party, um, Kate, you know, she starts off like she wants to have a good time, but then there's a point where she realized she's like super self-conscious because she feels like everybody around her is laughing. There's a point where Toby's trying to get her to loosen up and he's dancing and she looks at everybody around her, but it's like, who knows? They're probably laughing more with him because he's like, looks like having fun. Like there's no, but because of how she moves through life and because she struggled with this through most of her life and it probably (laughs) as a child was picked on, she can't help but think everybody is thinking something negative about her. Maybe they were. But it's to the point right. where she can't even have fun. Yeah. And even though right. I don't love Toby, but I do love that he always tries to perk up the mood or mm-hmm. let her Make loosen her up. About right. And even with doing that, it's like she has to fight it a little. Um, so he had to get her to drink just to loosen up and enjoy herself. And boy did she. Right. <laughs> right. Um meanwhile. Kevin was told where everybody loves Raymond brother um, that he whack, and he's going to keep doing this show. Um, you can sit here, you can sit here and think you got better things to do. You don't. This show is a hit, and you'll keep doing what I need you to do. Goodbye. Right, pretty much. <laughs> and once again, he goes yeah. to Kate because that's what he has to do. He goes to Kate like, oh, no, my plan, it didn't work. I didn't many out. I couldn't do it. And she's so she's like drunk to, at this point, so she's not helpful to him. Which well, she right. didn't mean to not be there for him, but she's just not coherent and all that and, and able to give any decent advice. But this leads into the next top, the next point here. Neither really did this guy. Like, did you think I, I thought he would have some more um direct advice uh, when I'm talking about um when he calls Randall. He just kinda just like go with your gut kind of thing. Well, okay, so on that, Kevin calls Randall. Let's let's be fair. Kevin calls him, knowing his time zones ahead. It's the middle of the night. Randall's asleep. And is nice enough to pretend he's not asleep. Nope, I was working on something. Yeah. No, fool, I was asleep. And unless it's an emergency, I'm about to go back to bed. And yes, he does ask for his advice and he kind of gives generic advice. But in this conversation, he admits, I wasn't a good brother to you. Yeah. Why does he deserve detailed advice from Randall in the middle of the night? And which goes back to the earlier thing of, so not only did they have brother relationship issues in elementary school, apparently this continued on to where it was a thing that Randall is still scarred by and that Kevin feels guilty about. So that's really messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um um, but guilty now, guilty now that you need some advice. Yeah. Right. How is this the moment this you feel guilty? Yeah. You know that Kate, Kate and, <laughs> and they must have some kind of relationship. Cause remember the Manny poster was at the girls in the girls right. room. And he said, my favorite nieces and blah, blah. So they have some kind of relationship. It's not, they're estranged completely, but it's not a close one. Kate apparently still has one right. with Randall. They talk all the time. Cause he even said she filled me in on the whole oh, yeah. Manny meltdown. 
So, but because of you are who you are, Kevin, even as adults, you don't have a decent relationship. You're not even respectful enough to ask a dude about his life for a second while you don't woke him up and trying to ask for quick advice. <laughs> no, you don't deserve no good advice. I hear you, Raul, no, but I wouldn't have. <laughs> but I mean, he gets him to do a little big three cheer yeah thing from the from childhood which i thought was cute again mostly because of now you don't like her show but i thought kate was cute with her drunk like wee, or wee but this better not be like uh, uh something they do every episode well this episode was called the big three i feel like they're only hitting on it this time <clears throat> and then is this a part is this like a a remix the mom and dad ain't raised no <laughs> I mean, they said that like that was something that they actually used to say. No, Randall said it to Kevin because um, when right. Kevin was asking for his advice, um, he was like, basically, he called himself a whore. And so after they did the cheer and he calmed him down, he was like, by the way, mom and dad ain't raised no whores. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so that's basically Randall's, you know, Manny out. Right, so we basically, you know, he's approving him breaking his contract. Right. Uh, man, I think that was. I don't know. I think he should have told them to stick it, stick through, get that check. Well, he probably gonna wish it because he gonna move in with him too. Right. Because like, look, Kevin talking about told Kate, I think I want to do theater. I want to move to New yeah, York. I'm gonna be creative and be broke for a while because it can't work. Can't can't do anything. For two years. Oh. That's the part that had it mess, so messed up for me. Like, you really going to choose that you can't get a check for two years? Right. Oh, no, no. We well, can't do TV and nothing. movies. He can, you know, go yeah, he could do, do theater. theater. He could do off, off-Broadway. And, you know, that's you know, a little... And get heckled because people who love the Manny, right. people who love the Manny, <laughs> like, oh, off. right. You suck. You said we're stupid. <laughs> um, you'll be waiting tables at Sardi's or something. So. And where do we know where Randall is? Are they in New York? I'm guessing New York. That was, my, Chloe, right? that was my assumption. Was New okay, York? See, watch. He gonna be moved right up right. in there with him too. Right. Hey, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, little bro. Get out. Right. But he gonna be so nice. <laughs> They just gonna share. He gonna share a room with William. No, brother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Any. So, what are your thoughts? I, I know, Shell. You don't. You're not feeling Kate. And I understand. And I don't, I mean, I don't totally disagree. You know. You know. You mean as a character or the, the storyline or as a character? You know, right now. You know, I just need her to. Um, There's nothing that even you, though that you have. I have a like. Uh, a bond, a connection with her. Right, you know, you know it's like, even though, you know, she got this, Every Toby is a jerk, well, not a jerk, but he's, you know, a little too forward with the sex thing, but he there, he trying to, to mellow her out and to let her have fun, and she resisted it, and that, I don't like that, I, I don't like it. There are people out there that just want to be miserable, and I just see her as that well, person. I'm, I'm, now. I'm thinking that the next episode is going to be Kate-centric, so... Let's see how you feel after that. Okay. I'm just guessing okay. based you get on that. the first two. I get from her, nobody has ever doted on her. No one has ever made her a priority. 
And so it's weird. It's it, she doesn't know how to respond to somebody showing her all this. Again, yeah. this, this forwardness with the sex is a little weird, but he does seem like he's trying to help her. And I feel like she doesn't feel deserving of it. I think that's a very real thing for people. That's the only reason I'm not upset mm-hmm. with her about it, because some people don't know how to welcome that. Um, right. Where, Nobody likes me, everybody hates me. Why don't I just eat worms? Right. Meanwhile, Kevin is used to all that and thinks everybody should like basically bow down. And I don't like him because of that. <laughs> I feel like he's an entitled <laughs> little twerp. Yeah. Good luck on off off Broadway. And I think and I think my issues with Kate are this episode. I think they'll change. Oh. Right. Maybe. Um okay. So we're back at Randall's house. They're all hanging out. We already talked about how um, you know, they're all basically like in the kitchen, kids, Beth and Randall and William. We already talked about William helping Annie with her inhaler. So the doorbell rings. And they're like, oh, well, who's that? And I don't know. I don't expect nobody. And then you hear the kids go, grandma, grandpa. And William, poor little William's like, I'm going to go to my room. <laughs> I thought Randall was going to stop and Randall's Why like, yeah, William. <laughs> but they go to the door. And let me just tell you how excited I was because I thought Jack and Rebecca were dead. So I'm like, grandma, grandpa, yay. And so they even show like a slow shot and it shows like the moon necklace and it's Mandy Moore with her old makeup, old lady makeup. I've been Mm -hmm. okay with them making an older actress myself, but I guess we'll see how that plays out. But anyway, um, so hi, mom. Hi, Miguel. Oh, Rebecca is married to Miguel. Oh, my God. What the heck is going on here? And why is Miguel here? Get him off my screen. That's all I was. Oh, so, no. You know, obviously. Where's Jack? The, the question is, what happened? Is Jack <laughs> dead? Is he? Because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, I can totally see that storyline playing out where something's going to happen, whether it's alcohol or whatever. And Miguel was there and almost felt the obligation to like kind of step into that role. So hopefully it'll be something cool. What are your thoughts, Sean? Miguel was always making inroads. Okay. Okay. He was always, he he was right. He he was always going to be there. Mm. You know, he was just waiting for it. That's why he he telling Jack about himself after the second drink, going Mm. into the third drink, instead of telling Jack, driving Jack home before the drink even got started. Miguel was already plotting and planning. uh, One day that's going to be mine. He's going to be hitting that sometime soon. Yeah, yep, huh, so yep. It may, it, it it may end up being like not even something of Jack's doing besides the fact that he has a problem. No, it's Jack's doing. Um, oh, that he's going to drive her to <laughs> into the arms of Miguel? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Of his best yeah. friend. She's of like his best friend. With, I don't yeah. feel like she's just going to it's going to be easy for her to just loosen up to Miguel. Yeah, I think he's going to I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think it's, I think Miguel is right there, arms wide open, like any day now. Any day she come in. I'm not letting anybody come and save the day for her but me. Boo, well, Miguel. I'm going to make a real quick confession here. 
I'm like, cool, great, grandma and grandpa. I look at the Twitter to see what the world talking about, and the world was mad. And I said, what y'all mad about? It took the next day somebody at work to tell me, like, what kind of friend is he? And I said, oh, Miguel. <laughs> like, I didn't even make the connection. I was just like, okay, she married to somebody else. That happens. Duh. Yeah. But the fact that it was a friend. That it's fine liked. that it's somebody else. It's that it's Miguel. It's that it's Miguel. I do agree. And I feel like mm-hmm. I can't think of any... We'd have to see. Because I, 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 it's very few circumstances I can think of where it, that makes any kind of sense. And just by the way, Randall was like, Hi, Miguel. Like right. it, it don't seem like it was a storybook. Mm. He helps raise right. the kids kind of thing. It sounds like it's a you. You're the reason my parents. Hateration in this dancery. <sighs> it is a dick time. I mean, it's not like we, we, you know, just judging from the timeline. Jack didn't run off and you know die in Vietnam. <laughs> so why is Miguel there? There's no justification for Miguel being in the picture. And I guess this is uh, what will be revealed as the hands of time move forward. Oh my gosh. What? Um, this season, hopefully. I, I, um, I don't remember much, and I'll ask you, your, you guys your thoughts, but one thing I want to point out, I don't remember much about next week, except that Dr. K is back. The best part of yes. is episode one, by the way, I think performance one. right um but what are your thoughts about this episode um shell like i know we said it overall at the it beginning but having discussed it like what what i guess what do you want at now that you've seen this episode what do you what are you hoping um, to come out i'm hoping i'm hoping for some explanation of what's going on and i'm hoping that Randall and the rest of them have some deep-seated anger against Miguel, and Miguel just tag along because he married to her. But <laughs> other than that, I was satisfied with the episode. And I hope I hope um, Randall and Kevin can fix their issues. Mm-hmm. Kind of hope Kevin don't leave for New York because I think Kate needs him. I mean, did you see her face when he said it? She drunk as she was, she still was like, "Oh wait, yeah, wait a minute." Um, <laughs> Raul. I'm kind of on the fence because I actually don't want too much to be revealed. I want this to kind of drag out in a good way because what what will end up happening if we get too many answers, then what the heck is season two going to be? You know what I mean? I hate when, when shows do this and they mm-hmm. reveal too much because they don't think maybe they're going to last. What are you afraid they're revealing? I'm sorry. I, I'm just saying like, I don't need to know what happened with the parents with Jack, and uh, I, don't, I don't need to know that tomorrow. I mean, next week. I don't even mean next week. I just mean no. Over- I don't even need to know by the end of this season necessarily. Well, what do you want to do? Not so much. Not you don't. Want. Um, I think by n- next episode, I would be happy with. Uh, yeah, I want like I, I want to see more um more Kate stuff. I think. Okay. Um, I can agree with that. I want more. I'd like to see Kate's story. And if Kevin really is going to be gone, I'm okay with seeing, excuse me, Kate and not necessarily having to Kate, tie Kate and Kevin together. I get that it's useful to mm-hmm. tie there because their characters are still close and they're the only ones like in the same space right now. Uh, but I'd like to see her without him and get, get to know her a little bit more. And of course, I want to know what's going on with William. 
we don't have to have it next episode. Like, yeah. oh, you are a junkie and you're not sick or whatever. But um, is junkie offensive? It sounded so offensive when I said it. it. Offensive um, to junkies? Sorry, junkies. Sorry, junkies of the world. <laughs> um, um, we love junkies here. There are people too, right? We love everybody. <laughs> All inclusive. This is for everybody. Junkies. Okay, no more junkie uh, talk. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, I'd, I'd love to see like just more of how the story develops. I do agree. I don't need it all next episode, but I'm I'm loving that Dr. K is back. I'm loving that we're going to see the past, like past, past, possibly again. Um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for more. Shout out to Gerald McCraney. Major dad every time. Uh, excuse me, Rick Simon. <laughs> that should be on his tombstone. Uh, oh my goodness. He probably agrees. Um, all right then. Well, that was a wonderful conversation. We'd like to thank our visitor, Raul, for joining us. Or out row out thank you for joining us um shell tell the folks where they can find us you can find us on itunes stitcher soundcloud TuneIn, and google play as always follow us on facebook and our twitter pages check out our website fandomcity.com and you can email us at mayor at fandomcity.com um leona i totally forgot we've got some um Quick feedback. Oh, we have some. Oops, we have some feedback. Oopsie. So sorry. The sheriff T wanted to share her thoughts um, with a nice little message. Okay, I didn't think this show could win me over anymore, but I was very wrong. Oh, we were kind of saying the same thing. I see their plan is to make me cry every episode. Side eye. I've been concerned with how no one had yet to reach out to Randall. Then Kevin called him. What do you think happened between them? Uh, we saw. He's a stinky head. Clearly there's some <laughs> guilt on Kevin's part and at least a little resentment on Randall's part. I wonder if it's all from their childhood. That's what we hope to find out. The show keeps dropping these delicious morsel- morsels of information and I'm so greedy. I want them all now. Uh-oh, Raul. No, not yet. <laughs> I want to know everything. I love Randall's budding relationship with William so much. Why don't you like calling him Randall's father? I have an answer to that because Jack is his father. Exactly. Not Miguel. <laughs> not Miguel. Not w- William. You're biologically a donor. You're a donor. Jack is his father. Um, T goes on to say, I understand Beth's hesitance about him, but I wonder if she's beginning to trust him. How cool is she? She's the coolest. Her question to Randall in bed, then her reaction when she learned about William's cat. I love her. Poor Kate. <laughs> I don't like Toby all that much. Me either. But I hope he helps her love to love her, learn to love herself more. So I was excited to see John Huertas as Miguel. I loved him on Castle. Leona has never seen that. And I worried <laughs> about him getting another gig when that got canceled. Well, here he is ruining lives. Thank My excitement. You. I said that, not T. <laughs> My excitement did dim a bit when I saw him with Rebecca. WTF, dude. I kind of knew he may have had a crush on her, but damn. 
I think Jack must have died. Then he stepped in. What do y'all think? We were kind of saying possibly, so we got to stay tuned. Why didn't they give Randall a K name too? I bet them. I bet that made him feel like an outsider along with being black. That's a good point. And if someone don't kick those kids' asses for calling him Webster, ugh, can't wait to hear your thoughts. That is a good point. You want to come back to that? Why didn't they do something to make Randall feel more included? Right. Mm. That's why they're not KKK. It's never That's a good name. There you go. <laughs> KKR. KKR. They were like about right. to call they him just, like they like filled that K in at the top. Right. Then, uh, it was gonna be candle. It was, it was right. candle at first, and then they went, "Oh no, Randall!" <laughs> okay. in the we night. figured it out, T. <laughs> Thank you for your feedback. And for folks who we, we love feedback, um, so you can reach us um, at mayoratfandomcity.com. Um, we look forward to it and we'll share yes. it. If you have any questions or anything. Please. Uh, anything else, No. Miguel sucks. But that's it. Okay. We all agree. <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks for tuning in and thank you too for joining me for this conversation. It was fun. All right. Yes. Definitely. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.